This is a part of the Aggie Radio Show Network. Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Being an adult is hard enough. What with all the decisions we got to make, major, job, partner, what we even want to do with our lives, I help you figure out exactly what you want here on the podcast, how to overcome the hurdles in the way, your own self-doubt, and how to keep life spicy, and how to just feel good about the life that you're living. Because the secret is, you aren't alone. I've been there. It's totally relatable. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Relatable Thoughts. This is episode 51. I'm Caleb Price, your host who does the most, and <laughs> I just, that sounded really fun to do, so I did it, and I'm okay with it. I'm not questioning it, because today we are getting into questioning yourself. That is the subject of today's podcast. If you cannot read, um, I <laughs> laid it out pretty thick and clear here. Um yeah, I don't know. Just like really excited for today because this is something that I have been trying to work on for a while now, honestly. And it's still something that I struggle with on almost a daily basis when it comes to the questioning of my decisions, of my worth, of the things in my life, whether it's right or whether it's wrong. And I can just get into so many details and I cannot wait, basically, um, to get into it. So we're just going to do that. Um, so, so we're just going to get into it. But before, right before we get into it, I just want to give a little plug in for if you're like thinking, oh, this isn't going to relate to me at all. I'm super confident about life and I just don't have this problem at all. That is totally fine. This episode, first off, can still be for you. I highly encourage you to try it out and tell your friends about it because it's going to change their life. But more importantly, if you're like, this really isn't for me, but there is something that I want to be heard, well, I am listening, basically. I want to hear what the next episode should be about. I want to give you a personal shout out for what the next episode should be about because this is a young adult podcast targeted towards the issues that young adults are facing. And let's face it, I'm relatable, but also I'm quite unique. And so I'm not sure of everything that is out there. And so I want to hear from you. So if you go to the link in bio, there's a little form that you can fill out on my little Linktree website. If you scroll to the bottom in the podcast section, you can find it. Super easy to fill out. Just put your name and your idea, basically. Even if you want to be on the podcast, I wouldn't mind that, basically. I am taking open consideration to everything basically if you feel like you have something to offer and you feel like there's a message that the world needs to hear the world of new emerging young adults that are facing all kinds of different yet similar same and similar challenges then the world needs to hear from you i want to be with you and interview you or just hear and explain and talk about the topic you're interested in so go there do that anyway back to the episode so um, the reason that I'm bringing up questioning myself is that recently, um, big shout out to my coach, one of my coaches. Her name is Jenny. She is the LDS mission coach. She's amazing. She coaches preparing, currently serving, and return missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And this is how she's the coach that I got first interested in coaching with, basically. Well, I got interested through my mom, but actually like did it 
with her and changed my life completely. But so I, I still get coached by her um, quite a bit. And um, we were just talking and I was explaining. Um, I don't even know what I was talking about, basically, but just probably talking about something or other about decisions about like, well, maybe should I like date this person or I don't know about this business decision that I'm working on or I'm not sure about like where my career is going. I'm not sure how I feel about this. And she could sense a lot of this and she just bluntly put it out there basically like Caleb, like, I've been coaching you for a while now. It's been over a year basically. And she's just like, you express so much insecurity about your decisions why do you question yourself all the time? And I just like was like, huh, why do I question myself all the time? Because I have questioned myself constantly, put forth doubts and um, wondering and, and questioning and not knowing about things that have been so important to me about the people that I date, the relationships that I'm invested in and not sure about how my feelings, always kind of questioning my feelings, questioning the direction of my career, the major that I've been pursuing, um, even just like what I do on this podcast, what I do for my business, what it means to be a life coach, like all those things I question. I question quite a bit. And when I got down deep with it, basically, kind of because I sat with this question quite a bit, it always comes back to well, I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be wrong about this decision, basically, which seems so smart. <laughs> it seems so smart. You're like, of course you don't want to be wrong. Like, who wants to be wrong? That's stupid. We want to be right. It just seems like the most obvious choice when it comes to that decision. Of course we don't want to be wrong. Now, Let's take it from here, basically. What does it mean even to be wrong about a decision? Well, you can't necessarily know that. Like, there are probably belief systems and moral guidance systems that and philosophies or whatever that you prescribe to that tell you what is right or wrong, whether it comes to religion, just moral code. Um, even if you go to, like, a university or whatnot, you might have some sort of, like, honor code system that tells you what the rules are. And there's a right and a wrong to that law, basically. But it is always subject to your interpretation. Um, one person might think something is right. One person might think that thing that is very that's right is wrong, basically. And if you go to a different place, that person that said that something is wrong is right, and it's back and forth, basically. Like so, for example, like take something like uh, I know some of you probably are familiar with BYU Idaho, and so they like have an honor code about like you know you have to wear pants, you can't wear shorts, basically. I'm pretty sure that's still a thing. And if you go down to BYU, there's no talk about that. You can wear shorts. But they have certain honor codes and systems that, when you come up to Utah State, aren't present, basically. Their version of what is right or wrong. Now, you could go down to absolute truth. And if you believe in God, the universe, um, some higher system of living, that is all fine and true. But basically, you are still perceiving that through your own lens, basically, of truth, of what is right or wrong. So... The idea of right or wrong, although can be absolute in our minds, becomes subjective to what is right or wrong. We have our own version of what is right or wrong, whether it's right or wrong to uh, watch an R-rated movie, whether it's right or wrong to listen to songs that swear, whether it's right or wrong to, um, I don't know, Nickmo, I guess, <laughs> or, you know, just like 
like going forward with a date, kissing, and then realizing like, no, nah, I'm not really interested in, or never really having that kind of commitment yet still going forward with that. There's right and wrong to that. You get to decide what that is. So going back to this idea of not wanting to be wrong, while there is such good intention behind that, because like, of course, we want to be righteous. We want to do good. We, we desire good for ourselves. And not just like in a moral sense, we desire good for our lives, good for where our direction is going. We want the best outcome. Yet, is that really what we want? Is that really going to get us to where we want to be, basically? So it's this idea of sometimes the wrong decision is the right decision. Because the wrong decision allows us to learn, allows us to grow, and allows us to experience the opposite 50-50. The opposite 50-50 where we might feel a little bit of dread, a little bit of disappointment, a little bit of guilt, a little bit of regret. And those feelings are totally okay. Because why do we not want to be wrong? Well, being wrong feels bad. Or being wrong makes us think that we are bad. We have this association that I'm guessing for a lot of you, or just the fact that because we have human brains that automatically wanting to go to the negative, trying to avoid it, we're, I mean, we're targeted towards it. We're always going to usually lean into the negative because it's easier, but then it's also this weird paradox of like, well, we always want to try to avoid the negative. Yet it's the paradox because whenever we try to avoid something, we inevitably do it. It's like when you're skiing down the mountain. Whenever you ski, wherever you are looking is the direction you shall go, basically. So if you're constantly looking down, wondering if your skis are straight, you might end up in the ground, basically. Or you at least won't be aware of where you're going. You have to kind of face that fear of looking straight down the mountain, even though that's scary and vulnerable and you could do something wrong, quote unquote, you have to look that way because that's the way you want to go. That's where you're going to find, quote unquote, success. So it's the same when if we focus our energy on, is this wrong? I don't want to do something wrong. Or is this the right choice? I don't want to not make the right choice, basically. Focusing on not wanting to do something only makes us end up going that direction. We go where we are headed, basically. And so focusing on not wanting it is not the same as focusing on doing right, basically. But even in that sense of like, I just want to be right, I want to do right, it's because, again, deep down, we are trying to avoid something. We're trying to avoid feeling a certain way because we feel like if we don't do what's right, we're a failure maybe. Maybe we just aren't successful. Maybe we've just like ruined things. Maybe our worth is corrupted. Maybe we're feel we're just going to be bad. We label ourselves with shame and guilt and this idea of we should have known better as well. Like I, we have this rational thinking brain that wants to predict the future about what is right and what is wrong. And so constantly questions that to be able to determine the right decision. Yet we never know until we experience it. We can't predict how it's all going to turn out. We can't control the circumstances of what is going to happen to us before it has even happened, basically. It's this idea of wanting to be in control, of wanting, again, the situation to be right. And so we question it until it either ends up right or we get so frustrated we don't go with it at all, basically. Okay, so let's get into some specific examples because I can tell I've been kind of philosophizing 
And that's great. I love it about myself. But I want to get down some, some concrete examples. So one is I was talking about um, in a previous episode about like my desire to do the violin, basically, and music and always questioning that desire. So I've talked about questioning desires, basically, and how we shouldn't really ever have to question it because it's a desire. Whether we act on it or not is up to us, basically. But if we really want to be in tune with ourselves, we want to recognize what our desires are and not make us wrong for feeling it, basically. So just to continue with that, a little analogy, when I got into college and I decided for myself that music was more of a passion and not so much of a job that I wanted, which honestly, I really love that decision. I felt really good and secure, but it left me with the inevitability of the unknown because I had to then decide on a major and I had no idea. So I chose four classes. I chose physics, mathematics, um, psychology, and business. Took those classes and then really narrowed down like, you know what? I really like math and physics. And then I took another class later the next semester about engineering and computer science. And I realized, oh, I like computer science. That's kind of cool but I don't like engineering. <laughs> Not good. But even after I had narrowed that down and gone through that experience, the semester after, or the couple years after, I constantly questioned whether this is what I wanted to do. I always asked myself, is this really what I want to do? Is this really what my future career is going to be? Is this what I want? Now, that sounds like, again, a nice, wonderful thought, but it's kind of poisonous. It's poisonous because we are constantly putting and seeding our own self-doubt rather than our own self-belief in recognizing that we can take care of ourselves, basically, because we're like, well, if I go down the wrong career and I go down the wrong path, I'll just feel terrible about my life. Or like, I'll be doing something wrong or I'm not following my God's plan, the universe's plan, my own plan for my life. Like, it's not going the way it was supposed to. And I, it's all my fault, basically, because it's really easiest for us to latch onto the idea that this decision affects everything. And it can. You can let it affect everything, but it doesn't have to. The decision can just be made where I was like, okay, I like physics. Go down that path. Even if I graduate, let's say, this semester in physics, which, by the way, I now love. I cherish. I think it's amazing because I've kind of leaned into this idea that, yeah, I like it. I don't have to, I don't cringe at the idea of people wondering what am I going to do with my life? One, because I decided and found a job and I feel really good about that decision, but it's not the job that makes me feel secure about it. It's about my thoughts. It's my thoughts that, yes, this is giving me the direction that I want in life. I could continue to question it if I really wanted to, like, is this the right job? Am I going to really feel good about this? Is this really the contract that I want to sign for myself? I could question it, yet I choose not to. I choose to lean into the idea that this doesn't have to be what I do forever. I can change what I want whenever I want, basically. And I can just allow myself to experience discouragement, stress, anxiety, depression, even dread about it and not make it wrong. There's this fantastic quote I was listening to. So I was at the gym and I watched this documentary on Amazon um, called The Iron Cowboy, which is about this man who did 50 Ironman triathlons in 50 days in every state consecutively. A, a miraculous accomplishment, to say the least. Like, it's an amazing, inspiring thing. I, I highly recommend going to watch it. It's called The Iron Cowboy. Yet, 
in the end of the the show, basically the documentary, uh, his wife Sunny makes this fantastic comment that I just had to write down. She says, "Human beings think that if something is hard, then it's wrong." Let me say that again. Human beings think that if something is hard, then it is wrong. And I have thought that a long time, basically, that things shouldn't be hard, that things should just kind of flow and be easy in terms of figuring out what direction I want to go in life or figuring out a relationship, basically. Like, there doesn't need to be an effort. If it's right, it'll flow, it'll work. It won't require effort. Fascinating, right? Because that's not true. We think that it's hard, therefore it's wrong, when in fact, I like to ascribe to the idea that if it's hard, then it might just be right, basically. Because, again, a lot of our decisions when it comes to questioning ourselves are motivated by this idea that we want to always feel positivity. We always want to feel happiness. We always want to feel this kind of dopamine hit high of like things just working out, this like joy, basically. Yet, in my opinion, joy is not experienced in the highs. Joy is often experienced in the lows or be, as a result of the lows, basically. Uh, like as we're talking about, um, it wasn't this in the Iron Cowboy, but a, another guy on this podcast, he's an ultra marathoner, one of like the m- most famous in the world, beat these huge records, basically talks about like when he climbed this like huge summit in a matter of hours, fastest time, um, he broke that record and he'd been like climbing for about 170 something miles or something like that consecutively. And he came down the mountain and, and what he said about it, the experience was he's like, yes, that was like the hardest thing that I've ever had to do. Yet the meal I had after that was the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. And it's because he experienced so much joy in the contrast, basically. It was because his body was so deprived that the thing in front of him was so wonderful, illuminating and joyous. And so while things don't have to be hard for you, oftentimes it's our brain and ourselves that make it hard in terms of our thinking, you are not wrong for having a hard experience in whatever you're doing and whatever you're pursuing and whatever you are desiring. Hard is just a a means to an end, basically. We always have to kind of endure difficulty in order to truly experience something on the other side of it, basically, and know that it's worth it. It's just that so often when we encounter an obstacle, it's so easy to question, is this right? Is this really what God, the universe, myself, is this really what I want? Is this really what is planned out for me? The answer is yes, absolutely. It is planned for you. Yet the resistance that you offer in terms of the hard things, this, these questions, doesn't have to be so. Life can be easier in terms of that when you drop out of resistance and lean into the acceptance that, yes, this is supposed to be hard, but this is exactly what I want, basically. So I kind of just leaned into this idea of not wanting to question myself, not wanting to question the things that I said to people, not wanting to question whether I offended people, not wanting to question whether I was a bother, and just letting myself exist and stopping myself from depriving other people from allowing themselves to experience the life that is available, basically. Stopping myself from letting other people not experience both sides of 50-50. Because, first off, I can't control people's emotions or what they're thinking, basically, even if I think so. And second off, it's rude of me to think that I can control in that manner. 
and and that's leaning more into the kind of the people pleasing side of questioning ourselves i'm also just talking about questioning our desires questioning where we think we're going in life if you are wondering yourself is this right for me is this the right person for me is this the right direction for me to go like and you just have this constant i don't know well the way i would go about it is just lean into a decision and just decide because the only way you find out if it is right or not is in the experience of it is if your body is in tune with it and not giving up just because you think it'll be easier doing something else no it'll be just as hard but choosing your decision based on just what you desire so like let's say you're deciding on a major and you think well like is this right for me maybe the thing is you make it right you make it right in your mind in your mindset in your thoughts that you have about it you decide if it's right or not so i just decided yeah physics is the right career i'm a physicist I want to be that, but I'm not limited to it. I'm not stuck in this. I choose it every single day, basically. And some days I don't want to do physics. That's okay. But I kind of lean into that hard and recognizing like that it's a choice of mine and my desires. And that also as human beings, we are not limited to the choices that we make. The final thing that I want to just reiterate when it comes to questioning ourselves is what if it wasn't wrong to be wrong? What if, in fact, it was right to be wrong? What if there was nothing wrong with us when we make a wrong decision in our lives? Because, like, let's face it, in every decision, you are probably going to make something that you think is wrong. You might go down a career path and recognize, oh, I wasn't in tune with myself. I, I want something different. Or you make a choice about someone and then something unforeseen happens and you think, oh, I made the wrong choice. Like, how could I have not seen this? Well, one, you didn't have all the information. Two, you're a constantly changing being. Therefore, your desires and thoughts and stuff are always fluctuating. Um, even when you're committed to something, you might, you know, honestly decide it's not for you. And that's okay. But you yourself as a human being don't have to be wrong in all of it. So, like, the questioning of things, of ideas, of concepts, of what I talk about on this podcast, about your future, those kinds of questions ultimately they're not bad. They're not even good even. It's just neutral. There are questions that you are allowed to ponder about where you think your life is going, basically. The thing that I want to work on and what I would advise each and every one of you and I'd love to see for you guys is not to question yourself, your good, your nature, the, that questioning your own feelings about something. I do this quite a bit. I do this quite a bit, honestly. It often shows up in terms of relationships and thinking that or dating or thinking that I am wrong for a feeling that I have for. So, like, for example, like if, you know, I, I went on a date with someone and, I, you know, I'm just not feeling it, like thinking that we're more friends rather than like pursuing romantic interests, I make myself wrong for having that feeling. I say, no, no, that's just me um, worried or that's my anxiety coming up. And, you know, maybe. Maybe, but like, why does that mean that I shouldn't trust myself? You see, because this all, the core of this is, do we trust ourselves? Do we trust that we can make the right decision for our lives? And that even if it is the wrong decision, that we are not wrong for having it, for having made that decision. Every decision in our lives 
can be right for us even when they're wrong because it describes the path that we're supposed to take, the journey that we're all supposed to accomplish with ourselves. It, it describes our learning how to trust ourselves. My friends, do you trust yourself? Do you question whether you are right or wrong or whether your feelings about someone or something are right or wrong and continue to shove it down under shame and guilt for having it? Well, this is your invitation to kind of let it out. I know there's probably a lot of confusion about this. I wasn't particularly clear about it, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> First off, because this is how I am. I love talking like this. And because it's up to you to figure this out. My journey has taken me here after years, basically, of questioning whether I was right or not, whether I was good or not in my decisions. I don't have to question that anymore. I can just allow myself to be, to make what I think is the best decision and not make it mean anything about myself. It, if it ends up not being the thing that I want. And you can do the same. My friends, I invite you to learn how to trust yourself. Lean into it. Just let yourself practice with some desires and not question whether or not you know, you think you shouldn't change or, you know, change your major, change your job, change your career path, change the people, the friends that you hang out with, dating, your roommates, parents, um, friends, all those kinds of relationships, like lean into it a little bit and recognize that the decisions don't have to define you. You get to decide how it defines you in the end, how you define yourself by it. And I promise you that there will be so much relief found in just letting yourself be, just letting yourself exist, just letting yourself be honest and open with the people around you about how you feel inside because all you're doing is just trapping yourself and bottling up what will ultimately probably come up in the future because you know, your spirit, your soul cannot be contained by you know the thoughts that the prison that you give it by saying something is right or wrong or we can't make that decision or we're not allowed to do that no be yourself be free you are totally and welcome and free to question everything even yourself but i ask you to wonder what do you get out of questioning yourself is there anything that really is a good result from that and then ask yourself, what if I never questioned myself? Or what if I at least recognize that I, my being is never right or wrong for making a wrong decision about my life? Thank you, my friends. I hope you got something from this episode. Please let me know as always. But I'm not questioning myself about this. I think this episode was fantastic. <laughs> okay, I will see you next week. If you're struggling with anxiety, need help making a decision, or just want to feel better about something, coaching with me is the answer. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to talk with you. This episode was sponsored by my coach, Jenny, the LDS mission coach for helping me see my insecurities and learning how to trust myself. And special shout out to Abby at the Instagram handle at don't bully your body for your wonderful support and to everyone. Keep it spicy. Keep it spicy.